Hey guys, I'm Court. And I'm Kate. And you're listening to another episode of The The Castle Chat. Chat. Hey friends, and welcome back to another episode of our Disney-inspired podcast. Today we will be chatting all about the extra magic you can include in your Disney vacation. From VIP experiences and tours to exclusive dining and firework viewings, the possibilities are endless. Want to experience more magic with us outside of this episode? Be sure to follow us on all socials at The Castle Chat. And check out our website, thecastlechat.com, for official merchandise. If you love what you hear, please leave us a rating or review on Apple or Spotify so we can continue to build this community. Are you ready to jump into the episode? Let's chat about it. read all about it i don't know (laughs) extra extra yeah (laughs) it reminds me of spaceship earth with the uh little paper boy where he's screaming about having papers (laughs) it's like i thought of the newsies but okay (laughs) yeah same idea same same idea same concept um yeah I'm really excited for this episode because there's some extra magic in your life right now. We just announced that you're pregnant. Wow. Yeah. I mean, if you haven't been on social media in the last 24 hours and this is the first you are hearing of it, surprise, I am indeed pregnant and having a baby. Yes, you are. I said we announced. I'm just like I'm so invested in the fact that it's your child that I yeah, and no, I love you, I love your child already so much that I I'm just so you excited. You can claim it. Okay. You, yeah, go ahead. Go it for it. Core is ready. Oh my goodness, we're adding another member to the Castle Chat family. Your child is going to grow up listening to Castle Chat and I just Disney baby. Disney baby. Yes, we're so excited. It has been a whirlwind, to say the least. Um, So much to prepare and figure out. And I feel like I've just kind of been in la-la land and enjoying the aspect of just being excited, period, and avoiding the responsibility of actual planning. So um, TBD on nursery and baby shower and all of the above. But right now... We're just excited to celebrate on the castle chat that there is a Disney baby brewing. So thanks, guys, for being a part of this time in our lives. I feel like Court and I, like, we get to do all these fun things, like go through being engaged and getting married and now having babies, and we share it with you guys on the castle chat, which is, it's it's a fun aspect of getting to celebrate these things in our lives, so. Yes, and oh my gosh, I have, I've already had some people reach out and be like, oh my gosh, I knew it. I knew there was something magical brewing here, so if you guessed it somehow with us not even giving any hints then congratulations you are you have a good baby radar I don't know (laughs) there was um there was an episode that we recorded fairly recently and we both said birth like a hundred times I mean it wasn't a hundred times oh my gosh I remember we said birth a lot we had talked about things being birthed and one of my friends that's a like a personal friend in my life she was like you know I I listened to that episode and 
now it all makes sense that you guys were saying birth over and over again. I don't think that was ever intentional. I think we were just like subconsciously. Was it the episode where we were talking about two years of the castle chat and like yeah, all those ideas merch. being birthed? Mm-hmm, and, okay, yeah. yeah, okay. Well, yep, soon enough, you one. will give birth to a beautiful oh. baby that will get to grow up within the Disney bubble, and uh, what a life that child will live! So. I know. I'm I'm very excited to get to do Disney with a child of my own. I feel like when you grow up a Disney kid and your parents took you to Disney, there's something very magical and very special about getting to have that experience now taking your own child. So when that day comes, I will be a hot mess express. I will be crying, sobbing, very excited for that. So you guys will certainly get to see and be a part of that when the day comes. But um, yeah, we're we're pumped. Well, you recently went to Walt Disney World to celebrate your pregnancy. The viewers or listeners did not know this was the purpose of your trip, but you and Sam got the opportunity to go and really experience quite a magical trip of being in the parks while being pregnant. So why don't you share a little more about that um, now that the people know why you were there and why it was important to you? Yeah, absolutely. So um, you guys have listened to our contemporary review, and that is the trip that Sam and I went on essentially to to celebrate a number of things. Um, for me, this was a, an official uh, KMV travel trip as well. It was my first time meeting a handful of the other team members of KMV, and we had some specific team building things that we did in the parks, which was really fun. Um, but it also was to celebrate the coming of our our baby and to prepare some fun, magical announcements that we have obviously given you guys a little clip and sneak peek of at this point. Um, but we really just wanted to take the time to do something for the two of us that was somewhat once in a lifetime staying theme park view at the contemporary is a really big thing that we were both excited to check off our bucket list Um, but we also did a bunch of stuff that was baby related and also just really got to enjoy different aspects of the park that we sometimes skip over just because of I mean you go to a theme park a lot of times you expect to ride the attractions and and do that kind of thing so this version of a trip for us um, being pregnant you can't ride a lot of the bigger attractions so um, we spent a lot of time enjoying uh, dining and different um, things that you can do outside of just riding rides which was really fun. Well, it made me just think that we should do an episode specifically on like things you can and can't ride in the park as a pregnant woman. I think mm-hmm. that would be a really good episode Definitely. for expecting mothers and those that maybe are hoping to be expecting in the future and want to know, can I still visit Disney? Is there still a lot for me to do? So that just put an idea in my head that maybe we'll have to make a episode out of. Definitely. There's so much that you could cover with that topic and I think that it is one that plenty of expecting mothers or potentially expecting mothers or just people going with a friend that's pregnant. I know that you recently went on a trip to Universal with um, a friend of yours that was pregnant and it was kind of a, a quick shift 
where you guys had to say, okay, um, what can we, what can't we do together and how can we make sure that it's enjoyable for everyone? So I think that's a, a topic that's relevant for sure for a lot of different um, types of trips and people. But yeah, I think going over some of the things that you can do on special Disney trips, like the one that Sam and I went on, um, all the magical extras that can be added to enhance your experience in the Disney parks is a fun topic for us to cover today, which, you know, that's what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about all of the there might be there's so many I feel like there's even some that we could miss but um, some of the extra things that you can include on your Disney trip to just give those special occasions uh, an extra thing that you're not going to do on a regular basis yes Disney does have a page on their website where you can check out all of their what they call enchanting extras um so that is on their website you can just type in the enchanting extras collection and you can find a full extensive list of the things that disney specifically has to offer that you can add on Um, but there is one thing that you added on to your trip that wasn't offered directly by disney but that you did and you highly recommend Uh, what was that Yeah, so there's another thing that Sam and I did on this trip that we'll talk about in a little bit, but this one is hands down my favorite, one of my favorite things I've ever done on a Disney trip, and that was hiring a photographer, aka our dear friend Erica Canant, to meet us in the parks and do um, a, a gender reveal shoot. So we got to meet up with her. Um, we, I mean, gosh, I could, I could go on and on and on and on about how incredible Erica was for this specific occasion, but, um, the time and intentionality she took to make this exactly what I had in my head, which is hard to do and to, um, make it very special for us was just, I mean, she truly went above and beyond, but that is, uh, magical extra that anyone can add on their trip is hiring a photographer to come into the parks and no doubt I would say Erica is best of the best so um, if you don't follow Erica you can find her at Erica Canant on Instagram and she has a website where you can send um, her an inquiry about what exactly it is you want to do a shoot for but the process that she took us through was a phone call to talk about like what our vision was and where we wanted to have this shoot and what it wanted what we wanted it to look like and then she also created a vision board that basically took all of that information we gave her and said okay based on what you've told me this is what I'm thinking would be the best to get this you know thing in your head to come to life Um, which I thought was an additional thing that she did not have to spend time doing. And um, after that, she, you know, met us in the parks. She had an assistant come to the parks with her so that they could hold a fan. They literally held a fan for me while we were walking around. It was toasty. Um, And to grab us waters or snacks. I mean, it was like, I felt like it was a VIP experience. It was so above and beyond. And then just the pictures and Um, ways that she made us feel comfortable taking pictures was something that I think is really a gift for photographers to be able to get people in a very public, very busy space to 
look and feel natural and take photos that you actually look back on and say, oh my gosh, I love this picture of us. I feel like for me anyway, it's really hard for me to look back on photos and be like, oh, I love this picture of me. And for Sam too, who isn't the best um, when it comes to being in front of the camera. He loves being behind the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, but with him, I mean, he, she got him out of his shell so easily and got so many incredible shots of us. Yeah, when you showed me all of the photos, my jaw was just on the ground. I mean, her talent around just the way that she shoots the photos, but also just seeing the way you guys were in each photo, you could really tell that you felt very comfortable. You couldn't really tell that there was lots of crowds. Like, I feel like she did such a good job of finding those little secluded areas where you could get a photo, and they turned out absolutely breathtaking, and I... I'm like, okay, I'm ready to book my session with Erica because I want to look at some Disney photos and be like, man, look at me. I look good. So I have, I have the thing. You and Jed need a one-year anniversary shoot. Mm, okay. If Jed's listening, you heard it here first, honey. We got to book our trip. <laughs> so um, we love Erica. Her work is phenomenal. Like we said, you definitely need to give her a follow on Instagram and gosh please go support what she's doing with her business because it is it is incredible and it's such a fun addition for your Disney trips it's a little bit different obviously than like the memory maker and having cast members come take photos of you um you have like you said someone like a VIP tour (laughs) experience Mm -hmm. where they are with you every step of the way making sure that you get exactly the shot that you're hoping to get from the vision in your head so thank you erica for all that you do and for adding magic into everyone's trips that book you so that is a little um magic extra that you can include on your disney trips that disney doesn't necessarily offer um but we wanted to obviously share with you the disney extras as well so i think we should just kick it off and uh briefly talk about each of them and maybe some general pricing around them so you guys know what to expect when booking these extras yeah i think that um going off of talking about getting a professional private photographer to do a photo shoot or session with you um whether it's you and a significant other just you or your family um that is all great but disney does have the memory maker which is one of those magical extras um that can be added to your trip Any of your ride photos or um, little photo ops that you see the photo pass photographers um, standing in like the middle of Main Street or some of the ones that are more popular like the lantern and the tangled bathrooms area. Um, You can have Disney photo pass photographers take pictures of you and then when you have purchased the memory maker all of those photos that you take during your trip on or off a ride um, can be downloaded to your phone. So that is one way to not have to worry about getting all the big family selfies or capturing moments on your phone if the cast members in Disney can do it for you. Um, That's another way for you to remember the trip and and have something special to take home with you. Um, But also, I I mean, the ride photos, I feel like sometimes are like the most comical entertaining things my goodness they're so funny and what I love about the memory maker is that you don't have to pay for it up front you can still participate in these photo opportunities and you will receive those photos in your app with watermarks over them and you can decide 
either during your vacation or a short period after if you'd like to go back and purchase it so that you can keep those photos without the watermark. So it gives you the chance to think on it. If you're like, I'm not sure if we're going to take a lot of photos. I'm not sure if I want to commit to this up front. So I think that's a great thing that Disney does um, so that you can decide along the way. Because once you see those ride photos, you might go, oh my gosh, we have to pay for this package. This is too good not to have. So yeah, Courtney, do we have a price on that? So the Memory Maker did recently go up a little bit in price to 185 Pricey. But, I mean, for the amount of photos that you could potentially get, if you're there for a whole week, you know, maybe that would be worth it to you. Um, yeah, well, especially if you're thinking about a family and... Um, you know, either dad or mom has to step out to take a photo of, you know, mom or dad with the kids. It's so nice to just get some maybe some photos of just all four of them together without having to ask a random person in the park. It's like, hey, can you take my picture real quick? So that's a great point. They have people um, or even if you're a couple, it's hard to, you know, take pictures together without them being selfies. So I think there's a great opportunity there for families that are looking for photos to take home from their trip so i forget um what it is being called but i do know that there is also something that you can do through PhotoPass, the cast member photographers where you can book them for like a 20 30 minute session and they'll take pictures of you anywhere that you want in the park um i mean just as an aside the quality of the photo that you get from a session like that compared to something like booking a session with Erica is very different. Erica's much more inclined to get you that wow photo <laughs> photo for um, your feed. But um, if you're in Disney and you're doing a solo trip or a girl's trip and you just want, like Courtney said, you don't want somebody to be out of the pictures, um, you can book with PhotoPass to do like a 20-30 minute session. Just take as many pictures as you can and a particular area whether it's magic kingdom or you know toy story land whatever your family's vibe is or your group's vibe um that is also an option yes definitely so let's move on and talk a little bit more about some of these other enchanting extras that disney has to offer um as you may know um, disney does offer sometimes these after hours parties or the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party or the Very Merry Christmas Party. And those um, extras are allow you to technically be in the parks in the evening hours based on the date that they are available um, for a additional price in addition to the park ticket for lower crowds and um, other enchanting, I guess, extras. I'm keep saying enchanting extras because that's what it says on the website. But um, you and I have both experienced these extras before and have had really great experiences with them. So why don't we share just a little bit more about the pricing around those and, and what else to expect? Yeah, definitely. The um, parties, the seasonal parties like the Halloween party or the Christmas party, they have a, a range of price just like the after hours. It depends on how close to whatever holiday it is. Um, you're going so the closer you get to Halloween or Christmas the higher that price will go but typically you're looking at between like 120 to 200 like I mean it's a very big range of what you could be looking at if you're looking to go like the last week of August for Halloween it might be way lower than sometime in October Um, but I do think 
in my opinion, these parties are so worth the price of admission. Yes, I loved doing the Halloween party. It gave um, my bachelorette group a, a great opportunity to be in the parks without having to get a park ticket for the day. Um, to be in there from 4 p.m. until you know 1 a.m. is a really fun time to be in the park and there's you know there's the different parades and the fireworks shows and the the stage shows and just different things that you don't necessarily get to experience when you're just there um during normal hours or during just a regular park day so i i really enjoyed my time and i would pay it again yeah i think um with both the halloween and christmas party you obviously get seasonal specific things that come with it that you're only going to get to see if you attend these parties between parades, fireworks, and stage shows. But in addition to those very unique things, you also have ride overlays that are special for the holidays, as well as some included freebies, which is also true of the After Hours event. This extra hiked up ticket price does come with some perks. For Halloween, you can go trick-or-treating, and I swear I got at least $45, $50 worth of free candy. Like, I mean, there was so much candy that they gave out. Um, And for the Christmas party, they do cookies and beverages like hot cocoa and apple cider. Um, So, I mean, you, you are getting something without purchasing anything else with that party ticket entry um with after hours i do know that they do basically like the snack carts where you can get um coke water or other bottled beverages mickey bars um and popcorn i think those are all included with the price for the extra hours Um, and then when you do the after hours events you also have access to certain rides that are typically harder to ride like cosmic rewind or tron if you're doing something um, staying in the park later they still have those attractions open for you to experience Um, so i think that that is also a perk of going to one of these parties if you don't have a a desire to do a full park day but you still want to check out new attractions this is another way to access them without huge lines or huge um, stressors to get genie plus in the morning yeah definitely i've never done an after hours event but it is on my list to do in the future when i am attending walt disney world so um let's see what else we have here so okay so you can head to Galaxy's Edge and you can build a lightsaber or a droid. And those vary between the droids being about $119 and the lightsaber starting at $250. So a lot of, I feel like a lot of kids, when if they're Star Wars fanatics, they want to build a droid or a lightsaber. So you might be familiar with these experiences. Um, they are very fun and um, super immersive and engaging. And so... depending on what's your vibe if you want to build like if you're like really into legos and like the droid is probably the great way to go because you really get to customize it from the ground up and uh, i have never done the lightsabers have you done the lightsabers before um so we there is the um lightsaber experience where it's like this whole couple of hour thing where you go through and it's very immersive and they can also go to a specific gift shop and essentially build the same lightsaber or very similar one but without all of the 
show with it basically so that's the version that I've done where <laughs> you just go in and you pick the things that you want and they help you or show you um, how to put it together um, which is still fun if you want that really unique um, top of the line lightsaber um, I know that uh, Courtney and Jed are big lightsaber people so <laughs> I feel like um, that would be something that you guys would definitely enjoy like spending the extra money to do we did do um, the droid experience for my nephew and my brother um, both of which they they loved it um, I know that the droids like when you go home they can't they have little remotes and you can play with them and and do all these fun things with them i think most people end up having them be like for show on a shelf ours is for show in our house it's really funny so our we have kind of let it roam around our house before with a little remote and our dog doesn't quite understand what it is so we now have it on this like little shelf and every once in a while she will go over and kind of boop it with her nose to see if it's like alive she's like hey there and it'll be so random we'll just be sitting and watching tv and we're like ahsoka what are you doing and she's in the corner and she's literally just like hitting the um the droid so it's super funny and love that she likes to get involved with it too so it was fun yeah it's definitely i think um if you are a big star wars fan i think it's again worth the price disney does not skimp on if you're gonna spend that type of money on something like building a lightsaber building a droid it tends to be pretty it it meets the price i feel like i think it does too yeah um i mean my my husband did it with his nephew and really enjoyed them doing it together so it's like a bring a friend along type of thing it's like build build a bear but for star wars and a lot more expensive than build a bear yeah but but also way cooler than definitely and the droid interacts with things within galaxy's edge so as you're walking around you'll hear it beep at certain things i think it's fun that they've included that bluetooth technology to Mm -hmm. be able to um really elevate your time in the parks as you're walking around with it so that is it for the lightsabers and droids what else do we have what else can you do in the parks um i feel like we should just do like a mass tour review sure i think tours are if you are a big disney fan if you've been to disney multiple times and you are looking for something new and interesting to do on your vacation then signing up to do one of the many tours that are available in the parks is so worth it. I have done a couple of them and every time that I've done it, I leave having a higher appreciation for Disney and I already have such a high appreciation for it and a big love for it. So getting to do um, some of these things that are behind the scenes or getting to kind of peek behind the curtain as a huge Disney fan, the the dollar amount, again, always seems to be worth it for me. Disney keeps taking my money somehow. Well, I think with you two having, you have an annual pass. And so if you do some girl math here, it's like you're already going to Disney for free, right? Because exactly. the, the annual pass is already purchased. So then doing these additional tours, the girl math is like, well, yeah, like and no worries. <laughs> with the annual pass, I get a discount. And you get the discount. So not only have I gone to Disney for free, but the tour is also discounted, which is also girl mathing for why I should keep the annual pass. Mm. So there's that's, all that. And that's how Disney gets you, folks. Yep. And that's it. They understand that, that we have girl math. Yep. So Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So out of all the tours that you have done, um, let's start off with your favorite. Honestly, this might be a shock. 
for people who know me really well, maybe not. But Caring for Giants is my favorite tour that I've done so far. Caring for Giants is an additional tour that you can do in Animal Kingdom. It's only an hour. It's not a huge time commitment. It's, um, let me see, it's only $39 per person. So under 50 bucks and with the annual pass discount, it was even lower than that, which was great. Um, you get to go behind the scenes in Animal Kingdom to see um, the elephant enclosures where they keep the elephants, the area um, that if you have watched the um, Animal Kingdom show on Disney Plus, you can see where they bring the elephants out into these big um enclosures to do vet checks and all that kind of stuff you get to see that not outside of a vehicle but you're in a vehicle and you you know drive by them uh and then there is a special viewing point on the safari when you are on kilimanjaro safari and you're going by where the elephants are kept where you get to go on this caring for giants tour is on the back side so we could see the safari trucks driving by but we were on the far side if you aren't paying close enough attention you probably won't see any people back there um, but it is a much closer view of the elephants and it is varying in terms of what type of view you get you have there's no predictability of where the elephants are going to go you could get an incredibly close view or they might be further away so it's kind of hit or miss in that aspect i got lucky and the elephants were all very close and it was an incredible experience animal kingdom is my favorite park elephants are one of my favorite animals so for me this one checked all the boxes not super long not super expensive and seemed like I got like this really cool behind the scenes look at something that not a lot of people think or know to do. I would love to do Caring for Giants. It sounds like a really fun experience. They also have one for rhinos, correct? It's pretty similar. Yes, yeah, same idea. I think it might be called like Up Close with Rhinos or something like that. Um, I do believe your experience with the rhinos is even more up close than the elephants a little more intimate than the elephants so I definitely want to try that one in the future um, but same idea behind the scenes getting to see how they care for these really big but also incredible animals so I love that yeah. well while we're still in animal kingdom I think we need to talk about the wild Africa trek as well uh, again that's another that's another bucket lister for me um the Wild Africa Trek is one that I feel like if you've heard about it and you've seen it while you're on the safari, you're like, oh, what is that? I want to do that. Yeah. So what is it? Why don't you, if people are like, what, what is this trek? What am I getting involved in? How much does it cost? So the Wild Africa Trek is a little more extensive of a tour. It's more than an hour. I couldn't tell you the exact timeline. It might be two to three hours, maybe four, unsure, but this is a not just a behind the scenes tour of the safari this is a in the in the scenes tour of the you, safari you were in the safari yes so you legitimately suit up you put on your vest and you got your like hooks and things to get clipped into these different um parts of the safari where you get to 
walk over swinging bridges over the hippos and the alligators you get to take a private safari truck through the safari where the safari trucks when you're riding the attraction stay on a path this safari truck can drive where it wants um, and there's also a authentic like african picnic that you stop and you enjoy um, food as well so there's food included so um, it kind of does a lot of exciting things it it takes you inside the attraction literally you learn about the animals but then you also get fed i love that every time i've seen people doing the wild africa trek i'm like oh my gosh looks like they're on a rope course like look at them go yeah no i mean it you're literally like strapped in on a cord thing and going over the little tiny wooden steps over the alligators and the crocodiles i think that would be so fun for us to do yeah um we are definitely doing it at some point we need to and if you are interested in doing the wild africa trek you can expect to pay around 219 to 229 per person for this elevated experience yeah so what are some other tours that we can talk about Um, Well, we can talk about the Keys to the Kingdom tour, which you just did on your last trip. I think we... Did we talk about this at all in Uh, the last episode, or am I going crazy? No, we talked about it on stories. Oh, you're right. We talked about it on stories. Um, Keys to the Kingdom tour has always been a tour that I've wanted to do because I am just a big Disney nerd, and I love anything that is, like, behind the scenes. Just I just want to see it all. Um, so why don't you share a little bit about what the tour is and what you experienced on the day that you did it? Yeah, I can definitely do that. I would love to relive going on this tour. This was definitely, a you know, again, the trip that Sam and I went on. We wanted to check a lot of boxes of um, special bucket list things for us. And um, going on this Keys to the Kingdom tour was one of them. Keys to the Kingdom is a five-hour tour. Do not come tired. Do not come hungry. It is long. Um, But the idea of the tour, which I honestly didn't know until going on the tour itself, the Disney company and the theme parks, specifically Magic Kingdom, operate under this guise of the five keys. There are five principles or five keys that... The cast members, the employees, the people who are putting on the quote-unquote show of what we see when we go to these parks, um, they call them keys. And so um, I won't spoil what any of them are when you go on the tour. They talk about what these keys are and they show you specific examples of them as you go and like um, what you know a cast member might be expected to do in order to uphold or abide by what these five keys are um super interesting (laughs) one of my favorite things that i learned um on the vip or not the vip the keys to the kingdom tour our tour guide she previously she's worked for disney for like 11 years and she said that one of her previous jobs was being what's called a secret shopper for disney and it's essentially somebody who has worked in Disney for a long time, knows a lot of the um, aspects of running the, the company or running the parks. And when you are a secret shopper, you go to the parks dressed like a normal person and you are supposed to go to cast members and ask certain questions or ride certain attractions just to make sure 
that everything is running the way that it's supposed to. It's like undercover boss. Literally. I was like, okay, how do I become a secret shopper at Disney? Because that is the dream job. Go That's to Disney so fun. and work, but pretend like you're not working. Pretend like you're just a regular guest and see where there might be kinks in the system. I mean, I thought, I was like, never heard of it, but that is the dream job. Forget Imagineer. I want to be a secret shopper. I've never heard of that. So um, it's now becoming a dream job in my head as well. Yeah. So anyway, that is a total aside. The tour itself starts at the beginning of the park at um, the Town Square Center and Main Street. And it takes you all the way down Main Street, back through Adventureland, Frontierland, Fantasyland. And then you end the tour with the infamous Utilidors. Um, the Utilidors, if you are unfamiliar, are the underground tunnel system where it's basically work under the Magic Kingdom. It's how everything operates. And this part of the tour was really cool. I mean, I was excited to go, but it just opens your eyes to how big of an operation Magic Kingdom is. Like, it really puts it into perspective. Is it like you just go in like an elevator down? Like, is it stairs? Like, there are both stairs and elevators that will take you from the level of the Magic Kingdom down to the Utilidor area, but there are tons of inconspicuous doors all throughout Magic Kingdom where if you see cast members walking in and out, it doesn't seem like they're going underground or into the secret tunnels, if you will. Um, there is a very long hallway that you must go all the way down before you get to the point where you can see that somebody would be going downstairs and there's another set of doors even then that you go through so anytime if somebody got a if a cast member came in and the door swung open and somebody was standing right there and it swung closed you would just think it's like the restaurant or wherever you're you're standing like it does not give you that sense that oh there's this whole working behind the scenes that is so crazy like every little detail they have thought about yeah so I don't know how much people want spoiled. Um, I won't say more than like one fun thing I saw so that if you go on this tour, it's not all uh, not a surprise for you. Um, we did go backstage to where the um, parade floats are kept, which is really neat. And you get to see some special things when you do that. Um, and then underground, you get to see in the tunnel, in the, you know, where everybody works, how it's all laid out and how you could easily find your way through Magic Kingdom underneath and know when you go upstairs exactly where you're going to be. Um, one of the things that I saw while I was down there that I just thought was super cool was costuming. And so I won't spoil what we saw, but we got to go and see how all of these immaculate costumes that the characters get to wear are kept, groomed, all of the above. Um, so anyway, it's basically a behind the scenes tour of Magic Kingdom. It gives you a lot of history. It gives you a lot of insight into how they do what they do to keep a massive, like the biggest theme park in the world is Magic Kingdom in Orlando, Florida. Like I think it sees the most people. Um, and so just to be able to see how something like that runs is really cool. Do you need to have park admission to do the tour? 
Yes, you do need to have park admission to do the tour. So regular park admission plus the price of the tour itself. They have different start times for the tour. Um, they leave every 30 minutes or so. But like I said, I mean, it's a, it a long tour. So by the end of it, I mean, you've been standing and walking and standing and walking for five hours. Yes. Um, so definitely be prepared for that. Dress comfortably. One thing I said in our stories that I'll repeat here is that I would never do it in the summer again. Like I was so hot. It was blistering hot and we had to just stand in the sun there was no like you can go sit down over here you can stop and grab a bottle of water like we were go 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 melting and you're pregnant yeah i mean that (laughs) wasn't helping help the situation um our tour guide had a like she was carrying a lunchbox with ice packs and so she would put like ice packs on her back as she was going like it was that level hot so i would definitely consider time of year when you finally decide to bite the bullet and go on this tour um but yeah it's i mean if you are a big disney fan if you've gone to disney multiple times you should certainly do it yes um and how much is it typically for the keys of the kingdom i believe um it is about 150 dollars per person if you have an annual pass there's obviously a discount but um generally it's 150 per person Love it. And another tour that you can do over in um, Epcot is you can do the behind the seeds tour at Living with the Land. If you've ever been on this attraction and you've seen like guests just like walking around in certain parts of it, that's probably the behind the scenes tour. See, behind the seeds, sorry, tour, um, which is actually very reasonably priced. It's between $39 and $45. And so if you are just really into plants and living with the land i mean there's so many cool things about this attraction then i would definitely do this tour and get to see how all of it operates yeah i think one of the cool things about the tours that aren't ones like keys to the kingdom is it's literally only an hour of your time it's only an hour of your day and it's less than 50 bucks so to be able to get a better glimpse at some of the efforts that Disney has, um, whether it's taking care of animals, uh, growing plants, and filling their restaurants with homegrown things. I mean, I feel like if you are a Disney fan, any of these tours are worth it. Oh, yes. And finally, the big tour is a VIP tour. It's the plaids. You've heard us talk about the plaids before on the Castle Chat. It is the people that you see that look like celebrities or might actually be celebrities that get to go to the very front of the line at attractions with their plaid and ride them, ride the attractions with their plaid, um, which also I think is so fun. That's why I want to be a plaid so that I can just ride a bunch of rides with my VIP group but you basically pay per hour for a private and personal tour guide who will walk around with you get you on rides and will show you tell you about the history of certain things it's just like having your own concierge throughout your day um and that is a pricey tour um you are looking at between 450 dollars to 900 dollars an hour yeah definitely pricey if you think about it in this aspect Let's say Courtney and I go on a bachelorette part two, even though she's already married. We're just having an anniversary trip, um, and there are 10 of us girls, I believe. It's 10 to 12 that you can have in a VIP group. If you have that many and you're splitting it 10 ways, 
and you do it in a lower time period or a, a, a less um, expensive season and you're just doing the minimum it's $45 an hour per person potentially 40 to 50 let's say if it's in like the off season um, and I think there's a minimum of s- seven is there a minimum of seven or is it four hours? I thought it was four. Okay, a minimum of four hours, maybe up to seven to eight hours, something like that. Yeah. Um, so when you look at it like that, it's not that bad. Yeah, for, I mean, if, yeah, I mean, when you're looking at it in a large group like that, if you're thinking about the small family, I mean, like, it makes, I mean, so, yeah, that's expensive. obviously that's why all the celebrities do it. It sure. makes sense for them. They, they need a little bit of extra security, anyways. And I, we do see some families. Um, you know, around the parks that are doing it. And I'm always like, oh my gosh, there goes the plots. Oh my gosh, they're on a VIP tour. ASMR. And um, <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I, th- my, my brain just goes to this place of like, I want to do that. I want to do that. I want to do that. I want to feel special. Like, Yeah, I definitely want to do it someday. I will certainly have to do it in a group setting where it's split. Um, but, I mean, if you are wanting to maximize your time in Disney and see and do the most, this is no question the way to do it. And I also know, I mean, I've seen firsthand VIP tour guides will, while a family, they drop them off at the Lightning Lane and the family gets to quickly get on a ride, the VIP tour guide will go and get them waters or get them snacks or get them what they want while the family is riding and then as soon as they get off a ride they're like here's a water for you here's a water for you you wanted popcorn here you go and i mean it is high high level service i love it i love it i love it i love it well to round out our time in the parks here there are two additional add-ons that you can do with your um with your vacation there are plenty of firework dessert parties um those typically are around 99 dollars. this gives you an exclusive viewing of the fireworks with a large selection of desserts to choose from um i know you have done one before and you have quite the sweet tooth so this was definitely fun for you to do right yeah it's definitely i mean i don't know that i can actually eat the amount that i paid for uh, like i don't know that i ate 99 dollars worth of desserts um for anyone who is wanting to have a little cocktail or a beer before you watch the fireworks which in magic kingdom specifically is you can't do that unless you're at a sit-down restaurant um this is a good option for people interested in that if you are attending a firework um, dessert party they do have alcoholic beverages that are a part of this package um so you can go and you they hand you one at a time um they're not going to give you like five of them but you can go have a drink and then when you finish that drink go up and grab another with desserts they do have some savory items like cheese and crackers um and some fruit not just desserts um which i think is a nice touch but i mean for the specific viewing that you get of the fireworks if you know that you want a good view you don't want to fight a crowd and you just want that one-time experience I think it's fun to do once I don't know that I would ever do it again yeah I mean just to say that you did it and to have that exclusive spot for the fireworks because sometimes it's like you have to fight tooth and nail just to get like the spot that you want whereas there is a designated reserved area for the people that are doing the dessert parties so that is lovely um, and then finally, you guys know that um, Fast Pass Plus is now no longer, and we have Genie Plus, which is 
the lightning lanes, it's the fast track, it's to get you to the front of the line or to get you onto these attractions um, a little bit quicker than, or I guess oh, actually a lot quicker than the standby line. And this starts at $25 per person per day and that is completely dependent on the time of year that you go. Um, so you've heard we've had a whole episode on Genie Plus. This is an add-on that is um, doesn't come with your ticket. So yeah, I mean, and I would say that this is considered like a magical extra. Like when you have Genie Plus, it is nice. It is. I would you know recommend it for anyone who wants to go on a Disney trip. I feel like it just makes the day way more smooth and less frustrating when you know that there's a handful of attractions that you're going to have very short waits for. Um, So, you know, it's a common thing. Most people do it, but I do think it should be considered a a magical extra. Yeah, I totally agree. So, gosh, that's it kind of for the tours, the parks, the the extra dining experiences. There are a few things that you can do without having a park admission ticket that are at your resorts or surrounding areas of Disney. And we'll just quickly go through those for for time purposes. So you can um, rent cabanas at any of the resorts um, to have more of a private area by the pool um, at your resort where you do have your own server and you kind of pay for a certain period of time. Those prices do vary. I'm sure it depends on the type of resort and Um, that kind of stuff. So cabanas is one. Um, There's boat and watercraft rentals, which a lot of the resorts that are on the Seven Seas Lagoon do offer these rentals, as well as if you're not staying at one of those, you can still go and do, there's like the sunset cruise on one of those little like pontoon boats. So definitely options there. And then if you're looking for a little fun Disney extra, there is Disney mini golf, which starts at around $19. And those courses are super fun. Yeah, I think the mini golf is something people forget about. If you are doing a resort day or have a day without a park ticket, this is definitely a fun way to fill time. With the boat and watercraft rentals, um, both Seven Seas Lagoon, the Magic Kingdom Resorts, and the um, Epcot Resorts. Uh, I am blanking on what that lake, Crescent Lake the resorts around Crescent Lake, you can rent um, a variety of different watercraft and go out on the lake, but they also do firework cruises um, on the boats or sunset cruises, like Courtney said. Um, and then all the resorts have their own thing that you can add on. One of the popular ones that um, I can like list off the top of my head would be like the Surrey bikes, the like four person bikes. Um, that you can rent at the boardwalk that are fun. I think you can also rent those at Port Orleans Riverside or French Quarter. They do horse-drawn carriages over at Riverside. Um, All of these things that there are going to be specific resorts that have these fun offerings. I saw recently, the first time I saw it, they have um, at Coronado Springs because of the new Grandestino Tower and some of the artwork there. They had like a $25 mosaic um, thing that you could sign up for at the resort where it's basically a class that you do this like glass mosaic and you get to have this like take home, this souvenir that goes home with you. And if you have a resort day and you're looking for something to do, 25 bucks a person to just like have a little like almost like wine and design, you know, moment while you're in the parks. Um, The resorts offer a lot more than people I think realize. So 
there's, I mean, gosh, we're missing many. I, I know like with Christmas, the candlelight processional, you can do the dining packages. You can do the phantasmic dining packages. There's uh, the lists go on and on, but I think this gives the peoples a good start. Yeah, I mean, maybe now you have some ideas of what you'd like to add to your next Disney vacation that you may have not known beforehand, and that's why we do what we do here. We want to make sure that you are informed with all the Disney fun, the Disney news, and the Disney extras. So thanks so much for listening right now. We're going to head to our segments, and we'll see you at the end of our episode. Magic moments giveaway. I was hoping that you were going to say giveaway because then I could say this instead of doing a jingle. Okay. Giveaway. Giveaway. Yeah. It's a giveaway and we love giveaways on the castle chat. Yeah. So we have this magic moments giveaway that we are excited to talk about. Um, Court, why don't we tell everybody what they can expect from this giveaway? We, we give away some fun stuff around here. We love to give away fun things that we find for you guys. And one of the big things um, that we saw during the 50th anniversary was the Disney and Coach collection. It was gorgeous. There were so many different items. We did give away, gosh, a while back we gave back a little coin purse. But we felt like we hit gold and we found the Disney and Coach fanny pack, um, the black fanny pack with the Walt Disney World on it. It is gorgeous. She's got a striped, um, what's it called, strap on it. Um, And so we did launch this giveaway yesterday. You can find it on our Instagram at the Castle Chat where it'll tell you all the ways that you can enter this giveaway. But one of the things that we really wanted to do with this giveaway that we haven't done before is recently we've been doing magic moments in this segment of our podcast and obviously Caitlin got to have her magic moment and doing her gender reveal in Walt Disney World and now we're so excited for Baby Baker to head its way into the world. Um, So we want to hear what are your Disney magic moments. You guys have been sharing them with us, you know, every Monday, but now we want you guys to share them as a part of this giveaway. So we will be having that as a part of your entry. So check that out on our social media. But if you are listening, you've already heard about the giveaway and you're here for the code word. The code word for this giveaway is baby 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 yes if you dm us the code word baby you will get 10 extra entries for this giveaway and our giveaway ends this friday october 20th at 11 59 p.m eastern standard time and the winner will be announced on next week's episode so magical creator spotlight oh my gosh it's a spotlight yay yay (laughs) oh listen to that run girl you know i'm out here just just dropping bars we love it um this creator spotlight we've already mentioned her you know who she is you've seen us talk about and heard us talk about who this incredible creator is but Um, I think a couple of things are specifically in order for our creator spotlight today to be the Erica K. 
Canant. It has to be. We were talking about her earlier. We love her. We've mentioned her before as a creator spotlight, which really sparked our friendship with her. And we've just watched it blossom. And it's been so incredible. We love being friends with you guys within the Disney community. So um, Erica puts out just incredible content. She is so good at reels and the way that she does her stories. They're so engaging. You get to see a lot of her personal life as well as what she does in the parks and with her photography as well. She's also super big into her passion planner. She is super creative and organized when it comes to that. So Erica is really the jack of all trades. I feel like if you are looking for someone to follow, um, that will be in inspirational it will also be very just trans like transparent and and genuine I just I love her and um she will tell you how it is like she's not going to sugarcoat it and she um she really shares her heart on her social media platforms and I love that about her accounts absolutely I to follow that incredible montage of all the amazing things about Erica um again she just went above and beyond for Sam and I with our photo shoot. And I can't wait to share all the details and more bits um, from that. So definitely head to her Instagram um, to find what she does for her socials in general, but also book her for your next Disney trip. If you have a special occasion, having those photos is going to be something I treasure for the rest of my life. And second, just to highlight and mention and acknowledge um, that October is uh, Latin Heritage Appreciation Month. And with Erica Knant being an incredible example of uh, a Latina creator, um, I think that she doesn't get enough credit. And we've had conversations before about um, very... Uh, deep thoughts on representation and um, just wanting to support our Latina friends out there. Um, so if you guys have any specific Latina creators that you would like us to highlight on the show, in addition to the amazing Erica Canant, please send them our way. Yes. Oh my goodness. Erica, we love you. If you're listening, we support you and all that you do and we are grateful for you. Well, guys, thanks so much for spending time with us today on this episode of The Castle Chat. For now, we'll leave you with what we always leave you with, which is there's a great big beautiful tomorrow out there waiting for you. Go make it magical. See you real soon. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.